Hi all, this is RV Empath here, and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is December 7th, 2020, and how are you doing? <laughs> There's a lot of energy going on, so let's use it to the best of our ability to heal ourselves and move forward into our best lives. Yeah. <laughs> That's what RVE is all about. And so let me just say right out of the gate in today's podcast, what ways are you working on in a daily way to keep yourself calm and balanced? Because that, I believe, is one of the major keys of accessing a best life, um, living our best self into our best lives, getting any sort of semblance of happy, healthy wholeness is to get to a place of calm and balance within and being able to clear out our minds because there's so much muck and yuck in there. Not only are there garbage thoughts, but there are fears that pop up all the time that actually convince us of stories that aren't even going on. (laughs) Like you look at a situation and whether or not you like the people involved or like what is actually happening, if you have a lot of fear around it, it can quite literally like change the way you see things. So you can see things that aren't there because your mind is jumping to all sorts of assumptions. And this has been, you know, this has played out through the years, um, over the ages in many ways. I mean, this is like wisdom that has been passed down through history. It plays out in stories, in movies, um, You know, I was just seeing Home Alone again, that movie, uh, John Hughes movie from the 80s starring Macaulay Culkin. I saw like snippets of it um, in a a movie review reaction. Some of you might know when I talk about how we can research different ways of relaxing and um, um, filling ourselves back up in terms of like inspiration and what we can do to help um, inspire ourselves with laughter, that kind of thing. I love watching reactions, whether it is music reactions to songs that I grew up to in the 80s and different rock bands and um, because there's so much good music. Oh, my word. Um, But you know, being along for the ride when someone else of a younger generation experiences it for the first time. I think that is super cool. That also goes for movies, right? Because there are a lot of great movies out there and a a lot of uh, younger people have never seen them. So um, seeing the snippets of this movie, Home Alone, um, was through a, a reaction video that I watched. I just wanted to make that clear. It's a lot of fun. If you haven't checked it out, I recommend it. So, um, 
and you have to jump around to different reviewers to see what who works for you you know but there are a lot of fun people out there now what I'm trying to get to is that in that movie uh, the, there was a, like an old neighbor, an old crusty neighbor who lived down the street or next door. And he was this man. Everyone said he was like a killer and he killed his family and this and that. Because he was scary and he was grumpy and he was, you know, not the most pleasant looking person. But at the end, you find out that it was all just gossip. It was all just sort of assumptions and misunderstandings and he was like this really sweet guy who missed his family and and um so that is important to keep in mind as we heal ourselves and move forward that we can have wrong perceptions and assumptions about people that happens all the time and as a matter of fact I think it is happening more than ever perhaps because people's um Everyone thinks that they're just the smartest thing on the planet. Everyone, you know, everyone's ego is so, you know, I am right. I'm always right. I can do no wrong. And, you know, I think there's something wrong with that. I do. Now, as highly sensitives, we're more tuned in to the different nuances in life. But, you know, I also come from the perspective of I think most people are highly sensitive. It's just that a lot of people have been so injured by muck, by yuck, by abuses, by um, pain and woundings that they're even born with that's in their DNA. Um, It could have happened like while they were in the womb. So like I said, I mean, my uh, mother was in a certainly in a dysfunctional relationship already with my father when she was pregnant with my twin brother and myself she was drinking she was smoking it was the thing to do back then I mean they lived the high life in Manhattan but there was also some physical abuse going on at the time I think and my father was in a severe car accident where he lost all his teeth he got thrown through the windshield so who knows what else you know she experienced while pregnant with us um that forever changed my father and I think it really started it it it, uh deepened the addiction spiral when it came to alcohol and um anyway so so many people experience so much pain that's even subconscious we're talking about from the time we're born to the time we're about five years old traumas and dramas that happen to us that we might not even remember that we don't remember there is no might not there is stuff that we don't don't remember like when it comes to muck and yuck that determines the way we make our decisions and kind of like interact in the world our whole lives so it's important to heal that it's called the subconscious now where was I going with this (laughs) um that can also affect our perceptions of the world, people around us, um, our, our subconscious. And that is largely run by fear. I mean, fear has so much to do with it. Oh, everyone going around thinking that they know everything. So, oh, and I wanted to point out that I think most people are highly sensitive. Most, if not all, but so many people are injured that they're blocked off from it they can't even like 
begin to access um, emotional sensitivities because they're too emotionally wounded. Hmm, something to think about. But there's a lot of stuff that we are all working on right now, collectively, in this year of change and transformation that is 2020. So I'm here just to be your cheerleader, your cheerleader. I want to say great job, even if you're not feeling it, even if you're feeling yucky, you are doing good because you're listening to this podcast. So you've got to be working on yourself in some way. You've got to at least be open to it, which is great. That's better than where you were before. And even though it might take time, it might take a super long time, do not be discouraged because through that whole process, even though it takes a long time, you're still better off than where you were before. I used to, I thought I was like all healed. (laughs) I was like chugging along in life and yeah, life was hard and I'm, you know, constantly working on myself. Um, I have been really working on myself in a dedicated way for years, for years, a good um, 20, 25 years now. But now, I mean, always, I've always, even longer than that, I remember being very, very, you know, even when I was young, like in college, is when I really started to um, kind of turn the microscope and the magnifying glass on the inner, because I kind of realized there was there was a lot of stuff I needed to work on. I realized I was flawed and I was um, uh, hurt and I was acting out in different ways. So it's like, okay, well, how do I heal myself? How do I heal this pain? And then from then on, it was just working on it. But like I always thought, oh, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. And I was, I wasn't wrong. I mean, I was better, but I had no idea how much better I would feel, you know, in a few months, in a year, five years, 10 years. It's like amazing. So stay dedicated. And all you have to do is stay dedicated to the idea of living a best life, you know, refusing to be miserable, refusing to make yourself sick with negative experiences and thoughts and and um, emotions because there is stuff to work on in life you know life is hard we are all dealing with different things on different levels but you know working on ourselves to heal ourselves it's only going to make dealing with all of that easier it's only going to make things um better. So it's like life can still be difficult and there are things to address in life, but why be effing miserable and making everyone else miserable around you while you're working on it? You know what I mean? Is I hope this is making sense. I think it is. Um and it's like Oh, it's so, it's kind of hard to describe. We'll talk more about it perhaps in later podcasts. I always say, that's like my motto. Oh, we'll talk more about it later. But 
it's hard for me to know to express myself sometimes it's hard to, for me to even know um what i'm trying to say sometimes so the deeper we go into a subject you know we'll, we'll circle back around to it in time and then we'll go a little deeper this week i was going to talk about twin flames too i alluded to the whole twin flame thing last week at the very end of two of my podcasts i think thursday and fridays uh, as I was doing the closing. <laughs> and that's because I was talking about these free downloadable pamphlets I have. You can get to my website, rvempath.com. And one of them is Bring Your True Love Twin Flame to You. Now, I don't overly know much about Twin Flames. It is kind of a uh, just a descriptor. It can be a trigger word for a lot of people too, but it is the experience of people coming together. Supposedly, it's like one um, soul that's been split. I don't know about all that, uh, but my experience of it is just two people coming together, meeting each other, and then their uh, the relationship between them is ultimately very, very healing for themselves, and then of course for the the world and just the environment around them because once uh once we heal ourselves as an individual you know then our lives get um happier healthier more whole and then the environment like wherever we go and interact in the world is also filled with that kind of energy because that's the the vibe that we're at you know what I mean? So twin flames, I see it as like um, a coupling where they help each other grow. And there is a deep, deep abiding love and appreciation for the other. But it can be difficult because growing and healing is challenging in and of itself. Now with twin flames, I always I come from the perspective of maintaining one's independence while in a very, you know, deep committed healing uh, transformational uh, relationship with another um, I always think it comes back to the inner like I I personally do uh, not um, encourage like getting lost in another or even thinking of um, the other half of me is this person because then you're never whole as an individual so um, I think that's a lot of malarkey so perhaps later on in the week, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But my pamphlet is about how I met and um, how my like husband came into my life, who is a very significant figure in my life. We have grown through so much. I cannot even tell you um, issues and struggles and hardships like on all levels when it comes to finances, when it comes to health. Um, when it comes to um, work, love, communication is a huge one. Oh, my word. Um, and we have prevailed. And, you know, it's funny. A lot of it is because <laughs> there were times when we just didn't have the resources to split up, <laughs> like either one of us. I mean, I had nowhere to go. We didn't have the money to do it. Um, you know, it's so it's kind of like, okay, 
well, we always sort of kept the door open to staying together and say, okay, well, this is a hard time we're going through right now, but let's try to get through it in as positive a way as possible and frame it that way. And then in time, things healed and we got closer, if this is making any sense. So it's very interesting because the times where most people would break up, if the money and the resources were there, um, we probably would have broken up too. But we couldn't. (laughs) We like really, like feasibly could not. And so it's like, okay, well, how to make this situation as good as it can be um, as it is? Because again, it's all coming back to I refuse to live my life in a way uh, where I'm miserable. Refuse. And I even talked about like, even if I was in a cardboard box, like on the street, I would decorate that freaking box with as much beauty as I could find which includes drawing like I would draw drawings on the freaking cardboard box and line it with pretty fabrics as much as possible that kind of thing people would enter it and it would like look like the inside of a genie bottle but (laughs) um, I would make it as comfortable as possible because because that's important it's important that we Everywhere we go, we have some semblance of home and we have some way of feeling okay. And a lot of that is connecting with God, universal energy. Remember God being shorthand for good. That spiritual connection is essential. Whether you're more, more specifically religious or generally spiritual, it's God and God energy. Okay, that is that link is super important because that's the support that's necessary in us working towards uh, a best life and um, working toward and embodying our highest good. Mm-hmm. All right, so that was a long beginning talk, but let's now move to the astrology portion of the podcast. I hope that was helpful to you all. My rambling. It is, again, December 7th. So we have a semi-square between Mercury and Pluto. I usually don't dwell on semi-squares. That's a small, stressful aspect. There's also like a semi-sazi quadrate, which is, again, um, a smaller version of a semi-square between Venus and Chiron retrograde. So smaller, kind of stressful aspects. But let's talk about the weekend. We did have Venus trine Neptune over the weekend. We had Mars semi-sextile Neptune. Those are both favorable aspects. Absolutely. We had Venus quintile Saturn. I think that was on Friday. And Mercury trine Chiron retrograde. So... There's a lot of potential for enlightened ideas, healing, work, long-term goals, who we want to be in the world. I know I am really having um, breakthroughs in terms of 
like everything uh, how to move forward who I am um, healing fears healing inner blocks when it comes to moving forward and sometimes there's that that tension where before you have some sort of mental breakthrough you're you're unhappy about it you know think about it a lot I pray a lot and meditate and um, ask for guidance as well I think that's super important and when you have that connection then it it works out when you have when you authentically say you know I'm struggling with this I would like it to work out for my highest good um, and how do I do that how do I move forward you know when you ask these questions how how do I um, answers come when you authentically look for help and research when you ask for help help comes you have to be able to see it though and receive it you have to see it to be able to receive it so put on the right you know vision eyewear <laughs> to be able to um, put on the God goggles to be able to see the blessings that are continuously flowing into our life remember thank you for all my many blessings thank you for unknown blessings on their way thank you for things always working out for me that's a good daily prayer among others so um, do 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 hope that's helpful let's look out over the week we have the sun square Neptune that's happening in a couple days squares are always stressful aspects that ask for some sort of action so it could have to do with our spirituality and finishing out an energetic cycle something to do with um, healing addictions perhaps the sun is our egos and our personal goals new beginnings that's in Sagittarius which is very inspired it's learning new things and having new beliefs as well now uh, the sun trine Mars is also coming up in oh gosh about four days or so and remember we are still moving toward not only more eclipses there's a Sagittarius new moon on the 14th but Chiron is going direct on the 15th and we have Saturn moving into Aquarius on the 17th and Jupiter moving into Aquarius on the 19th that is huge huge yay so woohoo and Jupiter's conjunct Saturn on like the solstice wow it's going to be one big super light in the sky so of course we'll be talking more about this as it approaches for now let's move to guidance cards do, do, do. I use the Osho Zen tarot and um, I'm now going to ground the cards in energy for the highest good of all most benevolent outcome for all I'm going to do conscious breathing as I do that I encourage you to do some breathing as well and clear your mind I'll be back shortly thank you
Okay. So, guidance cards for how we can... Um, uh, what to keep in mind as we keep, you know, plugging away, healing ourselves. Remember, um, there can be this feeling of like tension and stuff and like, you know, generally not being very happy before, uh, an energetic and enlightened thinking breakthrough because there's, uh, for the past few days, I've just been like, Oh, how do I move forward? How do I move forward? And I actually got a breakthrough with that so it takes a little time so be gentle uh, with yourself as you're going through this as you're going through that in between time where it's like um, you're not who you were before but you haven't yet lived into the answer so it can feel uncomfortable but that's part of that's part of creativity. That's part of something new being created, including receiving answers. Now, the Two of Cups flipped out. Yay, friendliness. Two of Cups is connection. It can be very romantic, yes, but I tend to read it as us um, connecting with our inner selves. That's how I read the cards like more always from an individual point of view. But it can be connection connections of course when it comes to the important relationships in our lives uh, whether we are in a romantic relationship uh, whether it be friends so friends family friendliness is the title of the card it features two trees they're blooming one the one on the left is blooming yellow blossoms the one on the right pink and they're intermingling and uh, it's very colorful it's vibrant it's beautiful Lots of beautiful healing, um, like energy and light and color. So, yeah, Two of Cups is is a wonderful healing, loving energy. Gosh. Oh, Six of Wands just flipped over. Success. That is a ticker tape parade. That is victory. So, keep that in mind always when uh, moving forward and living our best lives is that we are always uh, better off like success is assured uh, basically as long as you don't give up and it's it's beautiful so keep on keeping on peeps and look for the um, look for the successes in our lives the accolades there could be uh, this could be other people recognizing you for, for a job well done um, it's beautiful now it's got cards underneath it that I'm going to look at because it was the start of a fresh shuffle and there's four cards underneath I'm going to look look at now okay so there's two of swords schizophrenia the devil card conditioning seven of wands stress and six of pentacles compromise now the first three cards are pretty intense two of swords is not being able to make a decision but it's like by choice we we blind ourselves or we uh, wear a blindfold and we we can't properly see our way through a situation 
largely because we block ourselves from making any kind of decision. It's when we can possibly have difficult decisions to make and we're confused, we don't know how to move forward, we maybe don't want to move forward because we're not we feel we're not ready yet, that kind of stuff. Now, um, the conditioning card features a lion, which I always, this is the lion that I see featured on the strength card in the Rider weight. This is um, inner strength. It's ourselves, right? So this lion is in a flock of sheep, and the, the sheep are so cute. They have like really cute expressions on their faces. And he's trying to pass as one of the sheep, but he's not. He's a lion, so he's miserable. He's so unhappy. But that's ways in which we block ourselves from like, oh gosh, just being who we are, you know? It's like, and this card can point to addictions. It can point to toxic uh, relationships and codependency and, um, you know, unhealthy habits of the mind as well as, um, you know, routines and, and what we eat and drink, that kind of thing. Seven of Wands is titled Stress. This can be known as a defensive card. And it's not entirely um, negative in that regard because it features someone up on like a, a higher level, like a bit of a, a cliff edge, defending against six below him with Wands, like trying to reach him, but they can't. So... But it is kind of like a frustrating sort of like energy where you have to take a stand and maybe have confrontations and that kind of thing. But it points to being on the um, upper hand when it comes to that. But it's still stressful. In the Osho Zen card, it features like a clown figure um, on a balloon juggling all these lit candles and blowing a horn. And, and then it's like he's part of a circus and his little monkey friend... Uh, who's wearing a little costume is sitting below him with a big sharp needle about to pop the balloon so it has a very frantic energy it has an energy of uh oh (laughs) like there could be um you know how is this going to turn out it could turn out with um you know where the clown you know falls on his butt and all the things he's juggling falls to the ground so it's you know this energy is very mm, stressful stress is a good name for it but that also in a generic kind of way we are all dealing with stress on the daily and it's important to be able to um, calm ourselves, clear our minds, get balanced, relax, and de-stress to be able to not let it overly affect our health in a negative way. Now, to help with these three intense energies and cards and situations that these cards point to um, and energetic experiences... To help with that, we have the Six of Pentacles, Compromise. Now, the Six of Pentacles is like giving and receiving, but it also very much can be blessings from God, universal energy, in terms of money, in terms of help, in terms of resources. 
So get on it, peeps. If you need help, ask for it. That is the key. Whether it's in prayer, whether it's approaching a mentor, whether it's joining a forum or a group online of people who are dealing with a similar hardship, how do they, you know, do it? Reach out to others. Um, And it's offering help to the, if you can, if you're in a situation where you can help others, doing so in that way, being of service. So it's like we all at some points in our lives are able to give and we're all at some points in our lives able to receive and needing to give and receive. So, but six of pentacles is a beautiful energy to help with all that. And remember, these were all underneath, they were the underlying of the six of wands, success. So perhaps one of the key components to success is learning how to deal with stress, learning how to deal with our addictions and toxic energies, learning how to make decisions in, in healthy ways and not feeling stuck, like moving forward when it comes to that. And that's through this giving and receiving energy. Six of Pentacles. All right, that's beautiful. Any further cards for today? I think I'm going to try to wrap up. As I was looking at the the time of the podcast here, it's it was 33 minutes and 33 seconds. So 3333. It's kind of cool if you're into numerology. Yay! Ten of Wands reversed, flipped out. That's one of two reversed cards I have in the deck. The other is the Six of Swords reversed. But this points to um, getting through a very exhausting and tiring situation, but having closure, like actually getting out the other side, like coming to the end of this cycle, whatever it is we are, it's working hard, it's feeling overwhelmed. Um, But, you know, getting through it and loosening the ropes that bind us, getting ourselves out of the holes that we're in, the individual hole that we've fallen in, getting ourselves out. The point is to not stay in there, not to stay in there and decorate the place and make it more comfy. It's to get ourselves out of the hole as soon as we can. And this points to the fact that yes, that is happening. Um, that is success, successfully navigating that and moving on. And coming to a, a completion, um, starting a new, not only a whole new chapter in life, but a whole new book. Okay. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to wrap up for now. So stay tuned for more. Uh, like I said, look up my free downloadable booklets. There's also the fear rocks and how they can help free yourself from fear. That's on Amazon 999 and, uh, Instagram RV empath and astrology bear affirmation bear. Look them up. If you feel so called, it's all free except for the fear rocks, but that's worth it. (laughs) It's all worth it. So, 
Thank you for all that you are and do. Stay tuned for more. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.